Hello, welcome to the Show Oshibeson podcast. Show Oshibeson is the lead pastor, Grace Made Christian Center, where we raise change agents. We do hope you'll be refreshed by God's word today. Happy listening. And we'll take a second reading from Genesis chapter 13, verse 1 to verse 6. Glory to God. Are you there? If you are there, say yes, I'm there. Genesis 12, verse 1 to 3. The Lord had said to Abraham, Go from your country, your people, and your father's house, your father's household, to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation. Uh, you are not sharp. And I will bless you. I will make your name great. And you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. And whoever curses you, I will curse. And all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. In Jesus' precious name. Genesis 13, from verse 1 to verse 6. So Abraham went up from Egypt to the Negev with his wife and everything he had. And Lot went with him. Abraham had become very wealthy in livestock and in silver and in good. Does that sound like you? Does that sound like you? Praise God. Can you put your name there? Let's read that. One, two, ready, go. And Sheon or Shibesor in livestock and in silver and gold. From the Negev, he went from place to place until he came to Bethel to the place between Bethel and Hai, where his tent had been earlier, and where he had first built an altar, there Abraham called on the name of the Lord. Now, Lord, who was moving about with Abraham, somebody said he was moving about with him, also had flocks and herds and tents, but the land could not support them while they stayed together. For their possessions were so great that they were not able to stay together. Glory to God. Lord, we ask that you bless your word this morning in the name of Jesus. Let the entrance of your word give light and understanding to our hearts. We give you all the praise in Jesus' name. And just says a loud amen. Glory to God. All right, last began greatness. Glory to God. And we realize that the concept of greatness is from God. Man was not the one who invented. Glory to God. Man was not the one who invented the concept of greatness. Greatness. Praise God. Greatness is not from man. Glory to God. Man was not the one who invented the concept of greatness. Greatness is God's idea. Glory to God. Now, if you read the scriptures, I said that last Sunday, that greatness is not from man, and greatness is from God. And I spoke about the principle of first mention and all that, and I defined greatness as a state of superiority affecting the person, object or place. I also define greatness as the quality of being extremely good in ability, 
and therefore admired by people and others. He said, greatness is not social media relevance. Greatness is a journey. Greatness is not DNA as God's children. Greatness is attainable through consistency, diligence, and hard work. Glory to God. Greatness is accompanied with economic power. Greatness brings about an influential name. Praise God. Alright, so I started discussing about how greatness happens. And the first thing I mentioned is that greatness happens when you leave your comfort zone. Glory to God. Who remembers that? Alright. And I said greatness happens when you expose your mind to greatness. And also I mentioned that greatness happens when you are hungry for greatness. So you have to go for it. Praise God. You have to become ambitious and you desire greatness. Praise God. And I want to say amen to that. Now I want to con continue the discussion this morning. How does greatness happen? So the first thing I'd like to say this morning is that greatness can be increased. The Bible says in Psalm 71, 21, this thou will increase my greatness. So, whatever level of greatness you're in right now, the greatness that God has spoken and said concerning you can be amplified. Thou shalt increase my greatness. Now, you need to understand who was saying this prayer. It was someone who had worked with God. He understood the dynamics and the dimensions of the operations of God. And he knew that, see, greatness is in levels. The level of greatness, if you study the book of Genesis, you see the man Isaac, the Bible says that he works great, he went forward until he became very great. So there are dimensions, there are levels to greatness. So the level of greatness you are enjoying today is not all there is in God for you. There are deeper dimensions, there are new frontiers of greatness that God wants to bring you into. Glory to God. All you see about yourself, about your current condition or circumstance, is not all there is. There is always more in God. Thou shall increase my greatness. Somebody say with me, thou shall increase my greatness. So how does greatness happen? Greatness happens when you conceive a God-given vision. A vision is a mental picture of a preferred future. Genesis 13, if you read from 14 to 17, the Lord said to Abraham, after Lord had departed from him. Now let me, let me stop and say this. There are some people that has to live your life before God will speak to you. <laughs> you didn't hear me. The Bible says in verse 14, the Lord said to Abraham, after Lot departed from him. So God was just waiting on him because he had joined himself to Lot. So God wasn't going to speak to him about the next level until he was separated from Lot. Glory to God. That's not even where I'm going this morning. Look around. 
from where you are to the north and south to the east. Now, this is so powerful. He said, look from where you are. Somebody say, look from where you are. Somebody say, neighbor, look from where you are. So God said to him, look around from where you are to the north and south, to the east and west. All the land that you see, I will give you and your offspring forever. I will make your offspring like the dust of the earth so that if anyone could count the dust, then your offspring could be counted. Go, walk through the length and breadth of the land for I am giving it to you. So God said to him, as far as your eyes can see, so God says to him, look from where you are. So the question is not where you are. Where greatness is concerned, God is not so concerned about where you are. What God is concerned about is your ability to look beyond where you are and see greatness on your inside and see yourself walk in the dimension of the greatness that God has prepared and he marked for you. So God said to Abraham, look from where you are. You live in a two-bedroom apartment right now. Look from where you are. You trek to church this morning. Look from where you are. You don't have any money in your bank account right now. Look from where you are. Wherever you are, you can see the picture of greatness that God has painted on your inside. Glory to God. And embrace that greatness. Hallelujah. So the question is not where you are. The question is your vision. Your ability to see. Glory to God. What is vision? Vision is what you see about the future. And what you see about yourself. Jeremiah chapter 1, it says, Before I formed thee in the, in, the, in the belly, I knew you. Before you came out of your mother's womb, I sanctified you and I ordained you a prophet unto the nations. And we began to say, Oh, I cannot speak because I'm a child. And God showed Jeremiah chapter 1. And God said, Do not say you are a child because all the nations that I've given to you, you will possess them for me. Glory to God. And God began to ask him, what do you see? What do you see? And he says, oh, I see a boiling pot. Oh, I see this. And God said, yes, because you have seen it, I will esteem my word to perform it. So the question is not where you are. You can be in the, in the, in the baddest place, if there's anything like that, of your life, but you can see the picture of a greater future ahead of you. From the ashes of your defeat, you can see a greater future. Glory to God. From that one bedroom face me, I slap you. You can see yourself living in a large place. The Bible says God has brought me into a large place. He has brought me into Rehoboth. Now I shall be fruitful in the land. Glory to God. So from where you are, Glory to God. I mean, I was reading something so powerful yesterday from the book of Numbers. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. Praise God. Numbers 13. 
Numbers 13. Now this, before now, God instructed Moses, you know, to send the children of Israel, he said, pick one person from each tribe. There were 12 tribes. And God said, I'm giving you the land flowing with milk and honey. But I need you to select people from each tribe, right? To go and spy out the land. Glory to God. So they went and spent 40 days in that place. You know, 12 of them. Are you with me this morning? Then they came back and they were going to give a report. They came back to Moses. Numbers 13 from 26. They came back to Moses and Aaron and the old Israelite community at Kadesh in the desert of Paran. There they reported to them and to the whole assembly and showed them the fruits of the land, right? They gave Moses this account. They said, we went into the land to which you sent us and it does flow with milk and honey. In other words, the words that God spoke were true. So the, the land was actually flowing with milk and honey, like you said. They said, here is its fruit. So this is an evidence. Are you with me this morning? This is an evidence that we were there. But the people who live there are powerful. And the cities are fortified and very large. They said, we even saw descendants of Anak there. The Amalekites live in the Negev, the Hittites. We saw the Jebusites and Hamorites live in the hill country. And the Canaanites live near the sea and along the Jordan. So they were there. Then Caleb silenced the people before Moses and said, we should go up and take possession of the land for we certainly do it. So as they were talking, Caleb was restless. He said, I understand all your analysis. Say, can we just go up and go and possess the land? Can we just go and just, you know, take our possession and come into this fullness of the greatness that God has spoken to us? He silenced them. But the men who had, gone up, who had gone up with him said, we can't attack those people. They are stronger than we are. And they spread among the Israelites a bad report about the land they had explored. They said, watch this. So interesting. They said, the land we explored devours those living in it. That the land, that land kills the people that live in the land. He said, and all the people we saw there are of great size. They are giants. Verse 33. We saw the Nephilim there, the descendants of Anak, they were giants. We seem like grasshoppers in our own eyes. That's not even my problem. We seem like grasshoppers in our own eyes. That's fine. They now went on to say, that and we looked like the same to them. Can I have the KJV? KJV. Glory to God. Talking about vision. How do you see yourself? It says we seem like grasshoppers 
in their sight. And they said, so were we in their sight. That's KJV. Glory to God. Numbers. Yeah. Next. 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 Let's move fast. Next. I want everyone to see this. Praise God. Numbers 13. That should be... Um, yeah. 33. Okay. Numbers 13, 33. Says, yeah. They said, which come out of the giants and we were in our own sight as grasshoppers. And so we were in their sight. Now, question. Who told them? Think about it. How do you know what they are thinking in their mind? We agree that you seem like grasshoppers in their eyes. That's not a problem. But the question is, he says, so were we in their sight. So the problem sometimes, and guess what? There were two people who said, see, can we just go up at once? The Bible says that they have a different spirit. They were of a different spirit. And that was Caleb and Joshua. And they said, can we go up at once? And the people who said they look like grasshoppers in their own eyes, none of them entered the promised land. Except for Caleb and Joshua. Because they possessed a different spirit. You cannot achieve greatness if you do not have the right estimation about yourself. How God sees you. The Bible says that God has dealt with every man the measure of faith. There's a way that God sees you. You have to see yourself the way God sees you. Glory to God. You esteem yourself based on what God has said about you. Glory to God. You are not what your circumstances are. You are who God says you are. Can I say amen to that? Glory to God. So you understand. You need to have a picture. The vision of greatness must be ahead of you. He must be ahead of you. Glory to God. For by grace given to me, Romans 12, 3, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith that God has distributed to each of you. So if you are going to attain greatness, you have to come to a place of understanding and come to a place where you realize that what God says about you is what matters the most. Glory to God. Say glory to God. Are you in church this morning? So you begin to envision greatness. You begin to see it. And there's no way you can separate greatness or the future from pictures. You need to begin to see pictures of greatness. Pictures that transcends where you are. I will stand upon my watch and watch to see what he will say to me. One of the ways that God speaks is by pictures. And you need to have 
that picture in your spirit, that picture in your mind, you must possess that picture of greatness in, on your inside. Glory to God. Say glory to God. How greatness happens. The Bible says as a man thinks in his heart. Proverbs 23, 7. As a man think in his heart. So he is. If you can see it, you can seize it. And that's not a rhyme. That's God's word. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. There are people that count themselves out of greatness. So they say things like, I'm not qualified. I didn't go to school. Greatness is not a function of how many degrees you have. The Bible says you will be above. It is if you went to school. You will be above irrespective of your educational qualification. As long as God says it, you believe God's word. And hold on to God's word and say, greatness is in my DNA. Nothing short of that. Nothing short of that. Glory to God. Nothing short of that. The next one, how does greatness happen? Greatness happens when you associate yourself with greatness. If you read the book of Genesis, you will discover that Lot became great just by following and by associating himself with Abraham on his journey of greatness. Genesis chapter 12, verse 1 to 3, we saw how God spoke to Abraham and all that. By Genesis 13, 1, the Bible says, So Abraham went up with Egypt, went up from Egypt to Negev with his wife and everything he had, and Lot went with him, and Lot went with him. Abraham had become very wealthy in livestock and in silver and in gold. Verse 5 says, Now Lot, who was moving about with Abraham, also had flocks and herds and tents. And now Lord, who was moving about. If you read the scriptures, you realize that there was nowhere where God promised Lord's greatness. God never spoke to Lord about greatness. The Abraham Abrahamic covenant was never dispensed, was never given. To, to Lot, he was given to Abraham. But just because of Lot's association with Abraham, he came into everything that he came to. Glory to God. Your contact determines what you contact. Your contact determines what you contact. Now, now there's something so powerful about association. Have you not noticed that when a husband and a wife, when they live together over a period of time, they begin to look alike? Anybody here, you, you, you've had that experience before? We are living happily married, you know that like they are fighting, they will not look alike. Oh. 
I'm just kidding. Because there's something about that association. In Acts 4, 13, the Bible says they took knowledge of Peter. You know why? Because they had been with Jesus. In fact, Jesus and his disciples were looking almost the same way. He took a kiss to differentiate them. Judah said, the one I kiss. There was no way they could differentiate them. Who you follow determines what follows you. And that's why you cannot be joking with your relationships. You have to associate yourself with greatness. There are people that God has placed ahead of you that just following them, speaking to them, talking to them, the substance of that greatness will rub off on you. Glory to God. Say glory to God. When I was in my early 20s, 22, 23, 24, 25, the people that were my friends were people who are in their 40s. Now that in my, in my late 30s, people I relate with are people in their early 50s. My wife knows. Late 40s. Those are the people that I relate with closely. They are the ones that are my friends. I don't, I'm not friends with people that we are age mates. I have, I have a number of them that we are friends. But in terms of when you want to draw inspiration, when you want to see the picture that is achievable, everyone that I was following when I was 20-something, 24, 25, the life they lived at 40-something, I live now before I'm 40. Do you get what I'm saying? You have to associate yourself with greatness. And look for people around you, glory to God, that can challenge you to greatness. That can inspire you to be the best that God has ordained for you to be. Glory to God. If you are the best in your circle, you are in the wrong circle. You cannot be the best in your circle. Everybody is ailing you. Oh, you are great. You are, ah, wow. Ah, see this car. Wow, I just won't be like you. No! <laughs> no! Glory to God. When we are the bands, people will come and say, Wow, see what you're doing. More, wow, wow, wow. I say, Not wow. There's more to be done. There's greatness ahead. Glory to God. You don't surround yourself with people that make you feel like you are the best in the, in, in the circle and be like, Wow, wow. You need to live where you are and expose yourself to a higher dimension of greatness. Glory to God. The glory to God. It's great for your friends to celebrate you. It's great. Don't get me wrong. But that you now begin to feel like you have arrived. Like wow. You know somebody who has maybe 50k is, is a king. If, he, if the friends that he has I would have had 25,000 that working for is a king. They make him a prayer point. Are you in church this morning? But you see, you must understand that there is there are measures to this thing. We have the ankle, we have the knee, we have the loins, and we have the overflow. May God take you to the overflow dimension in the name of Jesus. I declare over you, this is the least you will ever be. In the name of Jesus. 
You must challenge yourself with people who inspire you to greatness. When you hang around greatness, the substance of that greatness begins to rub off on you. The Bible says, with open face, beholding as in a glass, the glory of the Lord. 2 Corinthians 3.18 We are being changed into that same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the living God. 2 Corinthians 3.18 With open face, beholding as in a glass, whatever you behold, you become. So the question is, what are you beholding? Who are the people around you? Praise God. Some of you right now, your, your phone memory is full with non-entities, non useless people that have no value to your destiny. Tunde Mechanic, Chegov Baba, you, those are the people that you have on your phone. Can you free up space? Let me say, neighbor, free up space. Free up some space. Actually, neighbor, how many people do you have on your phone? How many people do you have on your phone? That's how you begin to do an audit. You have to do an audit of, of the people around you. If everyone around you are people that are always asking you for money, urgent 2K, you are in the wrong circle. Everyone around you you are the chief in the clique. You are in the wrong circle. Praise God. Say, praise God. So you may be in a particular place, but you must aspire to greatness. Look for people who will make you feel like you have not achieved anything. I'm not saying you should be intimidated, but you see, see, God is, is, is massive. God is massive. Don't let your bank account define who God is to you. That's not God. You can't be God. You know what I'm saying. Right now, some people are holding the bank minus. How I many of you have been there before? Debt met debt. Then you entered minus. Yeah. My hands are up. I've been there. Sometimes I, I get there and I quickly come out. If I sometimes I'll go and transfer, when I see my account on minus, I'll go and transfer money from an account. I say, my, I, I will not, my eyes will not build iniquity. Do you get what I'm saying? <laughs> Glory to God. You expose yourself to greatness. When Mary went to greet Elizabeth, the Bible says, as soon as Elizabeth had the salutation of Mary. The baby leaped in her womb for joy. The baby leaped in her womb for joy. And you must understand that. You must look for people that when you, when you, when you see them, there's something that leaps in your womb. Something leaps in your womb. Deep connects to deep. The Bible says, Iron sharpens iron. Proverbs 27, 17. Iron sharpens iron. So the man will sharpen the countenance of his friend. Don't look for wood. Look for iron. Iron cannot sharpen wood. And wood cannot sharpen iron. Iron sharpens iron. You must look for people that push you, that challenge you, 
Now, when you share your big ideas with them, you say, wow, let's go for it. Don't say, ah, this one is too big. Go, ah, I can't be dreaming like this. Ah, I don't believe in this. So, oh, they are negative all the time. Surround yourself with people that will challenge you. That will say, can we just, can I help you with the proposal? Can I help you with, with the business plan? Can I help you? Can I help you? They are willing to contribute to the advancement of the things that God has placed on your inside. Glory to God. Why didn't Joseph share his dream with his, with his friends, with his brothers? Because they were negative people. You know there are people that are negative? There are people that are, are, if you have friends, they are not happy that you are progressing. They are not your friends. If you have friends that you call friends, that you cannot share a testimony with, what God did in your life, you cannot share with them. You are afraid that they will get offended. They are not your friends. Or they, sh- they are not people you should call your Those are not your friends. Those are competitors. The baby lived in the womb of Elizabeth. There was expressions of the Holy Ghost because of that contact. You must associate yourself with greatness. Glory to God. That's why you attend a church like this. How many of you, some of you here, I knew when you came, you, you, you don't used to dress well. When you joined the church, you don't used to dress well. It was when you came that you started seeing me, like, ah, I don't want to embarrass myself. You started, you hoped, anybody, can I get a witness in the house? I know your house will not be up, but it's okay. Then you begin to see people, you say, wow. You see PM, you're like, wow. You see other people, you're like, wow. This is achievable. Glory to God. And you began to up your game. You began to learn. You began to grow. Glory to God. Greatness is not achieved in a day. Greatness is achieved daily. So you begin to a little here, a little there. Your life begins to move from one level of glory to another level of glory. Guys, there is a lot more that God wants to do with your life. But sometimes we get so complacent in relationships, in connections that don't inspire us. Glory to God. Maybe you are, you are a singer now. Praise God. I believe West Timmy Sachs, your friend should be BJ Sachs. Not, not talk about Sachs. No. You can have them as friends. But those are the people that you should look forward to. That you say, sir, can I spend some time with you? Can I take you for lunch? Can I have some time? You begin to go after them. Glory to God. And associate yourself. And the substance of that greatness can begin to rub off on you gradually. You begin to change and transform and become a better person. Glory to God. You go for the best. Do not settle for a mediocre life. Do not settle. That's why Gracement is not an ugly vision. It's a global vision. Are you hear what I'm saying this morning? So you cannot be content where you are. There's more that God wants to do with your life. Don't look at yourself as the best in the school, as the best, as the best at that workplace. There is something more that God wants to do. You must desire to be the best. Glory to God. Be the best in your life. Be the, you, you, you see someone whose marriage is working and you are a single lady 
You go and talk to them and say, can I, can I have some time with you? Can I buy you lunch? Can you tell me about this? Yesterday we were watching Pastor Yemi David. He was preaching for Reverend K in, in, in Chicago. Those are people that I, I relate with. And he was saying that just one advice, just one advice, one advice can lead you to greatness. One advice. One advice that we had an encounter with Pastor Yemi David. I think it was January this year. In four months, that was when we had the office. It was because of that interaction with him that we got this venue. He said, you can't be small. That means it's not good. It's not good for you. Ah, it's not good for you. Do you have children's church there? I said, we don't have. He said, it's not that the children enter the church. They are shouting. He said, ah! He said, ah! Pastor, it's not good though. Just, it was a, it was a lunch conversation. And we're like, wow. In my mind, the plan was that we're going to be having multiple services in Durban. That was the plan. In fact, we are starting two services. We're doing well. Praise God. Two services, you know. Business. I mean, he said, man of God. He said, ah, ah. I said, the children's church. Ah, how many of you have been to Durban's children's church? How was it? Jesus wept. It was when we left the place, right, that I went back. There's when we had left, I said to myself, I said, I can't believe just exposing yourself. And he said, Man of God, you need an office space. He said, You have to talk to people as a pastor. When your church is over 100, you need an office. Just one advice. And he said, Several other things that we began to implement. And it was, I came back, I said, we're having an office and all that. And then we did the office. And I, I mean, that's that just, see, years of labor. May you not be laboring. Just one contact with greatness can, can give you 10 years ahead. 10 years ahead. Somebody was telling me, it was somebody that, I mean, she was telling me that, you know, when she wanted to, Moved to Lagos. That's well, she's a fashion person. Pastor's wife. But you're saying that that she met someone, and then the person began to guide her about how to price, how to price. Like there's there's a way that you price. If people come to you and they want to do business with you, don't just open your mouth and call price. Yeah, twenty thousand in, twenty thousand in. No, there's a way to price. So that you don't say yourself short. Say you do what they call what's that thing again? You do what they call um, I can't remember now. Price discrimination. Somebody, you can sell the same product to someone or to two people at different prices. This iPad if you Tolani, say that you want to buy. I tell you, it's 300,000 naira, right? If Dangote says he wants to buy, do you know how much it will be? The 3 million naira. Yes, just one zero or two zeros. I, you know, those people, some of those things, when you are too cheap, they believe that you are not excellent. Say, 
they are, there was a guy that I met. Said, ah, how much do you so He said two five. I said, ah. I said, it's okay. I can't show with you. In my mind, he said two five. How can you be showing for two five? Two five. They are okay with where they are. They're okay. My Baba, Bab's my son and myself. We pay him 5000 to Bab. He comes to the house. He still came yesterday. He said, I'm looking very fine. Glory. He still came yesterday. It was 5000 But you know what? When we go to his, if you go to his shop, it's 500 naira. But if he comes to my house, it's 5000 for me and my son. So one head is two five. And you know what? I don't feel like, ah, Ah, no, because the time that we used to drive to his shop and wait, and there will be smell, there will be, you can even fall inside the gutter because he has a gutter. You can save yourself that stress. That's what I'm saying. That some of you, if they tell you to fly to Abuja, you will not fly to Abuja, you, will, you go by road because your mind is limited. You have, to, you have to expand your mind and associate yourself with things that look beyond you at this time. Glory to God. Say glory to God. So you understand that. That where you are should not define what you see about yourself. Glory to God. Say glory to God. And then the guy babs. When I call him, he leaves everything he's doing. Say, no, 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 no. Tomorrow. The guy will be call, say, I'm on my everything. I was when I called him, he said he was at home in the corridor with his wife. Say, check my wife. I want you to know you are with your wife. Say, ah. Premium customer. You don't get what I'm saying. Can you design your life and your product to attract the premium? From the name of your business. You it's not gonna go anywhere. I'm telling you, everything matters. Everything you must begin to rehearse your future. The way you dress, the way you talk, the way you carry yourself. Glory to God. Some of you need to go and take diction class online and begin to talk like you're heading towards greatness and stop saying things that that embarrass us do you get what I'm saying to you are you in church this morning am I too harsh should I tone it down should I increase the volume for those at the back <laughs> you understand that Do you understand what I'm saying? When we opened church, I think it was when we moved here, my mother-in-law, she's traveled to, you know, the UK and all that. I mean, she's even in the UK now. And she came and said, ah, your church look like all those abroad church. When I went to this church, wow, the way the announcement was read, that wow, that is the way your church is. I said, yes, ma, because that's the... Hello. So if, if I come here now, I say, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Today, I'm bringing you the word of God. Though. Hello. I just gonna, I, you think that 
Do you get what I'm saying? There was one church I went. The man was saying, I declare, I pray for you. God will bless you in hundred votes. I said, this man wants to kill us. God will bless you in hundred votes. I said, this man wants to electrocute us. Praise God. That's the church most of you came from. And that's why you left the church. That's why you left. I, should I increase the volume? That's where some people came from, the church. But the pastor would just come on Sunday morning and say, eh, during, during preaching, don't you just say, eh, mommy, share good, eh, cool, man. Eh, eh. Bibel is like, eh. Say, anyone here? Anyone here? Who are those? Who are those? I've heard a story of a, of a pastor that after service, the pastor said, slap the workers. When you, you now kneel down, imagine that we run a church like that. Say, all oh, workers, when you come, you just stay at the door and kneel down. In this 21st century, do you get what I'm saying? We would ensure discipline, but in a wise way. Some of you, the school that you went to is this way too. This way too. We went to OU. God forbid that your children will go to OU. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I'm not joking. If you are here and you are and your dream is to send your children to OU, you have a small mind. Great affair. Let's get about it. Apologies to those who went to Great Affair. It's a great school among some schools. Do you get what I'm saying? See, don't let your where you are limit your mind. It's in the mind. It's in the mind. It's in the mind. He said, nothing will be restrained from them that they have imagined to do. Genesis 11, 6. Nothing. Nothing. You can be running a business and be running it like you are not, you are not open to millionaires. There's a way you can run your business. There's a way you can run your advert online. There's a way that it can be. There's a way you can do your videos. There's a way that you can talk. There's a way that you can... Imagine that I came here on Sunday morning and I wear a belt and this trouser is here. The trouser is here. I say, hallelujah! You will not be here. And we are not even there yet. We are striving towards excellence. We are not excellent yet. Do you get what I'm saying? We are what? On our way to excellence. Wow. Time. Glory to God. Say, I was born for greatness. Say, I'm more than this. Let me just take one more. This is so powerful. Greatness happens when you are able to recognize your land. Powerful. Proverbs 12, 11. Proverbs 12, 11. Let's start from KJV. Proverbs 12, 11. It says, He that tilleth his land shall be satisfied 
with bread. Message. Message. Those, the one who stays on the job has food on the table, the witless chase whims and fancies. Let's have the NIV. NIV. It says, he who walks his land will have abundant food. Let me tell you, there is a land. There's a land. When I'm talking about land, I'm talking in a figurative context. I don't mean the literal meaning of land. When you find your land, your torch becomes as it were a Midas torch. People will be amazed at how things will begin to happen. Great. Imagine if Toby Amushon was a pastor or was a boxer. I'm praying for you in the name of Jesus. You will locate your land. Say you will locate your land in the name of Jesus. Say you will locate your land in the name of Jesus. Now watch this. You can be busy. <laughs> you can be busy. Activity does not equal accomplishments. You can be busy and in the next 5, 10 years, 20 years, nothing is going to happen. I pray for you in the name of Jesus Christ. May you not just be busy. May you find your land and till your land and make greatness locate you on time. The Bible says satisfy us early with your mercy. You understand? Some of you, God just needs to change the trajectory of your life and everything will begin to align. There are people in wrong jobs. There are people in wrong businesses. There are people in wrong relationships. There are people who are doing different things. May you not do the wrong thing in the name of Jesus Christ. May you get this worse, worse, the, worse, the, the first date in the name of Jesus. May you not be doing stuffs. May you not be moving to and fro. May you find that place you belong and stay there and may greatness locate you in that place in the name of Jesus. Shout the Lord and say, may you care somebody. There are people when, when I hear things like, I'm, you know, what do you do now? You know, I'm just, you know, I'm just here and there. No. In this season, you will not be here and there. I said, you will not be here and there. In the name of Jesus, you'll be in the center of God's will for your life. In the name of Jesus, men will hear about you. Kings will come to the brightness of your rising. In the name of Jesus, child of God, I came to announce you this morning. Arise, shine, for your light is come and the glory of God is upon you. Darkness may cover the heads cross against the people but the Lord shall arise upon you and his glory shall be seen in your life in the name of Jesus an end has come to your hiding I decree in the name of Jesus you are coming back from the backside to the front line in the name of Jesus the Bible says weeping may endure for a night but joy comes in the morning. The Bible says, Mark the upright, observe the blameless. The head of that man is peace. I declare and declare in the name of Jesus, you are coming from the backside. 
in the name of Jesus. The Bible says uh, he was held in shelters. He was held in chains until the time that his word came. He was sent. Uh, he was loosed uh, because his time has come. I came to announce you today, your time has come. In the name of Jesus Christ, uh, your time has come. Uh, it's your season to shine. In the name of Jesus, uh, you've been waiting for too long. Uh, five years, ten years, you've been trusting God. Where we might all come, uh, the Bible says uh, it will make a way where there seems to be no way. The Bible says the Lord shall arise and have mercy upon Zion for the time to favor her. Yes, the set time is now. I came to announce you, child of God, uh, you've been praying, you've been laboring. The Bible says uh, if the cloud be full, uh, it will empty itself uh, upon the earth. Uh, I came to announce you, the cloud over you uh, is full, uh, it's about to rain uh, on you in the name of Jesus Christ. Those who have gone ahead of you, there's a grace uh, that will be released on you. It's called the overtaking grace. Uh, all the people that have gone ahead of you, the grace of God uh, is coming on you. And you are drawn uh, all the chariots of Ahab and Jezreel that has gone ahead of you. Because it's your time, child of God. Uh, the wait is over. Walk into your season. It's your time for a miracle. It's your time for a testimony. It's your time to get your dreams come to pass. It's your time for the prophecies hanging over your life to come to pass. The wait is over. It's your season. It's your time. Can you lift a shout and celebrate God this morning? It's your season. It's your time. The wait is over. You are going to land that contract in this month of August. In the name of Jesus, you will land that breakthrough in this season. In the name of Jesus, we be being here for a night, but joy comes in the morning. You've been crying. You've been asking questions. Business has been bad. I declare in the name of Jesus, my God says, I will restore to you all the years, the Bamawam, all the years, the Kankawam, all the years, the Kapila has eaten. In the name of Jesus, I speak over you. Restoration is coming your way. Your joy will be restored. Your marriage restored. Your business restored. In the name of Jesus, shout the Lord and say, Man, you can somebody. Joy will be restored in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Give you praise. Take your seats in God's presence. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. That's a word for somebody here. That's a word for someone. It's your season of laughter. It's your season of rejoicing and celebration in the name of Jesus. The, the wait is over. Say the wait is over. You are going to step into the fullness of the greatness that God has earmarked for you. I said you will step into the fullness. Some of you are going to receive calls this month of August. It will change the entire trajectory of your life. In the name of Jesus. 
Where you have been forgotten, the Bible says, where you have been forsaken, that no man went through you. Where you have been despised, that no man went through you. The Bible says that it will come true for you. It says it will be an eternal excellence, a joy of many nations, a joy of many nations. They've called you barren. The Bible says, single barren, single barren. There's about to be a breaking forth. Can you stand on your feet and begin to rejoice like a, like a madman and say, I'm taking hold of my blessing. Oh, can you rejoice? Can you rejoice? Can you shout and sing for joy and celebrate like you have the victory in Christ? Glory to God. What an anointing here this morning. What an anointing here this morning. Thank you, Father. We give you praise and glory. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We're glad you're part of our community now and trust you are blessed by today's message. Please subscribe to the Show Oshibeson podcast. Like and share as well. You can also find Pastor Show on Instagram at Show Oshibeson or at Grace Made NG.